To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Well, hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome to episode six. No, seven, seven, seven. It's seven. Sorry. See, now well, we're we did we did have an episode on Saturday, which. It was weird. <laughs> we just right. wanted to throw something up for you. It's all right. Episode 7 of the Disney Insider Show. We're talking all things Disney today. Then we're going to rant. And then Derek has a rumor of the week for us, which I am so excited for. I do? You do. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's... So, Skylar, how was your week? Well, we're on... It's Tuesday. <laughs> And I haven't well, seen since, you since Saturday. Since Saturday, yeah. yeah, true. It helps that I moved back, though, right? Yeah, it's uh, work's been slow, Not but for me, I know you've been crazy busy. I know. I literally just got off like maybe fifteen minutes ago. What's nice about work being slow is it gives me time to focus on all these silly Hulu first look deals. I, that's what literally what I was just telling Skylar. I was like, dude, you got a lot of Hulu stuff up today. And he was like, ugh, I know. Well, I'm trying <laughs> to get more stuff up outside of Disney on the on the site. We well, don't... Hulu owns Disney, so it yeah. makes sense. And then I got an FX story up, which is weird because we've never covered FX oh, yeah, the, before. The poise director, creative director or something like that? Yeah, that so... There's a lot of that. I mean, yeah, but we do have a hot topic to the uh, this week, technically, of what just transpired this morning. Yeah, that was which insane. is interesting. Um, do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, there was a talk about you and Daniel RPK because he, you guys are. Everybody <laughs> thought you guys were beefing. We were. <laughs> Dan, so I bet, dude, I can only imagine like what your DMs look like. You're like, what are these guys talking about? Oh, they were. They <laughs> and were. And then Daniel was like, dude, I was just trying to fit. You're like, I know. <laughs> it's so funny. In the DMs, Daniel goes, "We're on the same side, right?" <laughs> we're like, yeah. He goes. I don't get why they're they're pitting us against each other. Oh, see, that's how I imagined it, because they're like, oh, I, I saw one guy on Daniel, and it was actually the, the tweet that you quote tweeted, where he was like, it's either you or Skylar are wrong. Interesting. And Daniel was like, dude, this is what Disney told me. Yeah, here's the thing. Okay, so that New Mutants... Yeah, okay, I was going to tell you, just like... Yeah, so, the, so there was a, a New Mutants, uh, on, just on Twitter, but it, it, I don't know where it came from, but there was a... In Australia, a New Mutants trailer, or more like a TV spot, that said Disney Plus was going to debut New Mutants on September 5th. Um, I had just tweeted out, hey, listen, we should expect a Disney Plus announcement any minute now. Usually when leaks like that come out, Disney Plus is pretty quick to respond, or just the Disney company. And Daniel tweeted, um, you know, I asked a Disney rep, it's fake. I had heard that Disney was looking hard at getting it for Disney Plus, because um, that's what I thought. It, like, I had always been like a supporter of it if it it coming to streaming service just from the reputation that it had. It's been moved so many times. It's been, I mean, well, ten. It's getting up there with how many, how much times yeah. it moves. But it's not years; it's months. But. Um, as long as Christopher Nolan's walking the earth, though, Tenet's not going to stream. No. Plus, it was shot in IMAX. It's meant to be seen in an IMAX movie. It's not getting VOD'd. Oh, exactly. So I had tweeted, like, I quote tweeted someone who said, it's either you or Daniel that's wrong. And I was like, listen, like, I, I'm i sure. Well, even Daniel defended himself. He was like, dude, this is what Disney told me. They told me it wasn't true, blah, blah, blah. But that's, and, and here's my point. That's what Disney does. 
They de- I know. They debunk stuff that they don't want leaked out there or put out there. And even if it was true, let's say that TV spot was, in fact, legit. Which very well done, by the way. Yeah, it was. And in fact, I'm in the realm that it's not legit. I'm just in the realm that it is going to Disney+. Plus. That's what I've heard. But you also had a very convincing tweet today that said that you, the Disney reps told you that the one and only Ivan and Artemis Fowl, uh, you had heard that they were both going to Disney+, Plus and the Disney rep told you no. Oh, yeah. That, but, and guess what happened? They both went there. The, exactly. This is how this stuff works out is... And, and it's it's more specifically towards me and Skylar because Disney has a reputation for doing this. Um where they tell us like, hey, it's not happening, but you know, a lot of yeah, a lot of the stuff that we've reported on has, it's I don't I don't I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. It, here, well, here's the thing, Disney. I don't care because I don't want to bash Disney. Like we are we, we obviously we love, we, love, Disney, we, we love like we love Disney. We we work with Disney. We're in contact with them. We have all the respect in the world for them. Um, if they told us to take down a story, we would take it down. We do, our, and that's how we've gotten as yeah. reputable as we have been. And, and that's if, how we got our sources. Exactly. In fact, we've changed articles because Disney's like, "Hey, this isn't true. Can you change that?" And and we do it out of respect for them. Um, but at the end of the day, we're not the Hollywood Reporter. We're not Variety. So on, we'll get there. Yeah, of course. So of course, like a Twitter user like myself, Daniel. Uh, uh, Jacob from discussing film, which but you guys are reputable. There, Disney's not. Even if it was true, Disney's not going to be like, "Hey, let me tell this guy on Twitter." Yes, oh, that's a that's a legit leak. Especially if it's not coming from our actual source. It, um, of course, because <clears throat> our actual source would have told us the the BS behind it. Oh, of course. You know what I mean, because we actually heard something that wasn't too good the other day, but oh, we're not going to get into that yeah, because that. that's going to bum everybody up. Anyway. Um, but that's the thing about you guys. Like, you guys are so well known on Twitter for being these these reputable sources. And if you guys are all saying that you think it's true and that you've had Disney reps tell you otherwise, like, why not? I don't know. It, here's the thing. Like, I, I 100% believe Daniel was told no. I've been told no. Uh, Jacob from Discussing Film, he was told no. Yeah, I 100% believe it. But I still stand by the point that even if it was true... They're not going to tell them yes. Think about it. What's happening on Thursday? San Diego Comic-Con at home. And guess who has a panel on New Thursday? Mutants has a panel. Exactly. But we called this before even this morning happened. Oh, of course. We're like, okay, so this was the breakdown of it. It's like, why is this Fox property that has been... That was supposed to release in 2017 yeah, or 18? Yeah, it's been a long time. Why are they having their own panel if it's not to say, hey, guys... Sorry for the moving around. It's, you know, it'll like what Jeremy said today, which was interesting is uh, how he he uh, he talked about. Um, oh, what was that movie? Solo. Onward. Not not solo. Oh, Onward, I see what you're saying. Where he's talking about Onward, where they're like, hey, uh, you guys can buy it August 28th or blah, blah, blah. And we'll release on Disney Plus September 5th. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is and then I thought that was I was like oh that's genius because they literally just did that and why would you have a panel for something that we gave a crap about two years ago that is finally coming out that we're like okay we've moved past it because you know Infinity War and Endgame both came out exactly well who cares about the X Men we just want to see what MCU and Disney's gonna do with the X Men we don't give a crap about New Mutants you know? well, 
And on top of that, there was talks... Well, HBO Max actually had the streaming rights for New Mutants. I don't know if you knew that. But here's the thing. Who, if, if Disney's going to knock on HBO Max's door and say, hey, we're, we're looking to buy these rights, streaming rights for this movie, I guarantee you HBO Max is saying, you know what, you're Disney. If we can buy it for a price, we're getting it. Second sure. of all, Second of all, think about what's been pushed from August. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is not yeah, debuting in August... You have Magic Camp and the one and only Ivan, which, yes, are two new movies, which some people are excited for for each film, but it's not, like, splashy, big-name, comic booky, and they don't have anything on there. September 5th lands on a Friday. It's and still the summer. Kids are at home. Families are at home. It's perfect. You have no new content coming out in September for Disney+. Plus. It makes sense. Well, you know me. I'm a big proponent of September releases because we all saw how It Part 1 did. Oh, yeah. And it blew the box office away. And guess what they did with it, part two? They Mothers. released it in September. Yeah. Guess Mothers. what? Did very well at the box office. Yeah. I'm not... I don't know how it goes for box office and VOD, but September is kind of like your dry month. Like, I'm in yeah. mortgage. We have our dry months. We have November, December, and January. That, for movies, is September. Because... <laughs> I don't, I don't really know how to explain it because, you know, not a lot of movies, they're all filming during summer or or the previous summer or stuff like that. Nothing really falls yeah. on a September release date unless you have it for two years. Yeah. Or it's a very easy editing process. Sorry, you made me laugh right now. <laughs> oh, with my little... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But you, you get what I'm saying. No, no, it's no. Like, like, if you have a big movie like Avengers Endgame, you're going to need over a year of, of, of pre-production. Yeah. This is a Marvel project, by the way, and it's splashy, splashy for Disney Plus exactly. right now. Exactly, yeah. That's what they need. But everything has been coming back on Disney Plus. Apocalypse is on Disney Plus. Dark Phoenix is coming on Disney Plus. Exactly. All the original X one, two, and three are on Disney Plus. Deadpool's not on Disney Plus yet, but Fantastic. Yeah. All, both Fantastic Fours are on Disney Plus, which are you know what? I'd rather watch the, uh, the Chris Evans Human Torch versus uh, Josh Trank's travesty no, I but it. I feel bad I for the director because that was not his vision and we all know that from James Gunn and uh, David Ayer <laughs> yeah you don't really get your cuts made that's a little inside the Hollywood Zack guys well is, what is that say? what you meant you said James Gunn oh yeah I meant Zack Snyder not James Gunn um, James Gunn is a, a king and he gets what yeah. he wants so I, I, I stand by what I've heard. But I, you Disney know what I'm saying, movies, right? Yeah. That it's, like, it's like more movies that require more pre-production a Disney, or post-production. Yeah, like, a, you're sitting on a movie that has been in done. your fucking... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, this is the first and only time you're going to hear me say the F word. This is the I'm so sorry. I get really passionate about this. Skyler's dying because this is a family friendly oh, podcast. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to put an MA rating because no PG 13 because you're allowed one F word. Yeah. I, okay. That's so funny. Okay. It just came out so. <laughs> it, it wasn't like you said it because you wanted to say it. Dude, it came it out, pa- out of passion. Out of passion. Oh yes. my goodness. Okay. Oh wow. So what I was saying is like you're sitting on a movie. You want to say it again? You <laughs> dirty no. little boy. No. No. That <laughs> was dirty. Then, mouth. then it'll be rated R. You only get one F word. Yeah, and yeah. you guys got it. So yeah. my apologies. And if you follow me, on Twitter personally you're going to know how much I curse and it's very very hard for me to restrain myself me and Skyler both me and Skyler it's so hard Um, but what I was saying is is that you get you get a movie that you've been sitting on for three years a September release date even for VOD makes sense because a September release date is easy yeah it's uh, 
not easy, but beneficial. Think about it. The, that cast is five years older than when they were when they shot the movie. Oh, absolutely. It's it's, cr- it's crazy. Maisie Williams. She already shot else. the last two seasons of Game of Thrones before she will get her movie made three years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she she filmed Split after the New Mutants and Split got released. No. Yeah. No. Yep. That make, that okay. I'm gonna argue with that about that because Split came out in 2015. Six. Look look it up. Really? Well, look it up. She filmed Split I, after New Mutants. I wrote quite a few articles on New Mutants and its production history. Look it up. Okay, you keep talking. I'm gonna look this up because I don't believe this guy. Split came out in 2018. They filmed it in 2017. Do you want to bet? Split did not come out in 2018. What, you said had, 2015, right? I said, tw- okay. I'll, I'll, oh, do you oh, better? Glass. You mean glass, glass. glass. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, boy. I was about to freaking ah. show him. I was like, no, Split came out in like 2015, uh, see, 2016. See, see how horrible Glass is to where I forgot all about it? <laughs> no, she oh, filmed Glass first. That I believe. Yeah, no, no. I <laughs> forgot Split was even a thing. That's Split like, is great. Glass sucks. They both, they both are eh. We won't get into this topic. Would you rather watch The Happening or Unbreakable Split in Glass? That's what I thought. Or The Last Airbender. Would you rather watch that? That's not fair. That is fair. That's what there is movies. You can't compare a giant pile of cow manure to a little bite-sized candy bar. I'd rather take that bite-sized candy bar. Well, and guess what? I'm yes, going to talk a whole point. bunch of stuff. But guess what? That Bite Side Candy Bar looks really good next to other movies. No, no, I no. Like. You, it, it, the better question would be like, Skyly, would you rather watch Artemis Fowl or The Last Airbender? And I would tell you I'd watch The Last Airbender on repeat. Oh! Oh my gosh. That's, <laughs> that should tell you how much that Skyler does not like. And plus, I have not seen don't Artemis Fowl. I don't need to because I trust you. I did a I did a question thing on Instagram about my story and someone said like, oh man, Josh Gad's trying his hardest to be like a knockoff some other character. I can't remember what she, what that what she said. And I said, I am so sorry that you're being pit with this movie, but that is on your watch. That's your fault. And plus, don't you ever go at Josh Gad like that. He is a freaking fantastic actor. Just not He's an Artemis Fowl. hilarious. Val. Not an Artemis Fowl. Which was funny because I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast today and they were talking to Rob Zombie and they were talking about um, and it doesn't really apply to Artemis Fowl, but you know, like when like Rob Zombie said a very it kind of resonated with me is like when you when CGI um, was used as a tool, but nowadays it's used as a crutch. And so when uh, you, yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that. I just don't that's think why you're talking to an auteur filmmaker. <laughs> well, no, but I do like a lot of his movies. And he is very smart. In like Halloween and Halloween 2? I like those. Oh, gross. Get out. Oh, my gosh. I'd rather watch Halloween 1 and 2 over Artemis Fowl. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, but I'll give you, that. you can't really just define him from those two major... He's not a major director. Uh, he's just, he's but, an indie horror film director, and that's always yeah, how he, he was. But he's and never, he talks about that. Yeah, but he has never been approached to take on a major project. Because he doesn't want to. I don't believe that at all. Sorry, if a, if a, if a, maybe not, let's not say DC, he doesn't fit in any world, but let's say, let's say a dark... Like if he wanted to take on like a Lobo? Oh, oh that would actually be a, a good fit for him. But, but he if, wouldn't do it. I, I... You know, Lionsgate loves him, right? Okay. Here, here's, well, Lionsgate did, I think the, I think Lionsgate did those Halloween remakes. They did. And they still love yeah. him. Yeah. 
Because oh. guess what? They did very well at the box office. That's fine. But if Lionsgate's going to put a dump truck in front of your house full of where he signs a, let's say, a $15, $15 million, $15, I wouldn't do that either. A 15, <laughs> oh, maybe I would to get my name out there. A $15 million deal just to direct, that's not without, you know, residuals on the film. He would do yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. He did those Halloween movies for like an $8 million budget and wasn't even paid that $8 million. I, I Sorry. Not happening. He did not sign no $15 million deal to direct House of a Thousand Corpses or no. Devil's Rejects. or no. The Halloween movies are his biggest movies because of the name. I disagree IP. with that. I think that The Hills Have Eyes and... But he, House wasn't a, the, he wasn't a director on The Hills Have Eyes. Yes, he was. He wrote and directed The Hills Have Eyes. Look that up. Look that, that talking. That Okay. Sorry. If it's a major comic book film and a, they come to a director and say, hey, we'll give you this much money to direct, they're doing it. The only ones that aren't going to do it are your timely okay, directors. you're right. I know I'm right. Um, he oh, probably produced. You sorry. No, he probably produced. I, I won't what disagree What I'm talking about is his like trilogy with House of a Thousand Corpses. Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. And the other uh, one that you can't name because it's not good. Uh, the Salem Witch Trials one. No. Yeah, it's Salem something. No, no, no. Yeah, Salem. Uh, they're horrible. Rejects? No. Um, but Three from Hell. Which is, is the Salem Salem, uh, I'm sorry. Unless you're, unless you're a, a Steven Spielberg, a Martin Scorsese, a you know uh, a Francis Ford Coppola, you're not any director who says the Lords of Salem. That's what it was. A, a director of Rob Zombie's somewhat, I'll say decent caliber for those who like his films, would direct a comic book movie in a heartbeat with CGI. Sorry, it, it would happen. I, I'm not. If he says no, I, I I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I, I I don't. And I agree with that. I mean, you would have to have the the project presented to you to actually definitive say like, hey, I'm not going to do this, which he hasn't yeah, had. But, well, the point is, the New Mutants is going on Disney Plus, and <laughs> Artemis Fowl sucks. <laughs> that yes, that That's, is the mm, the majority of what we were talking about. Yeah. Yes, we just went on a tangent, which makes sense. But this is what you guys subscribe for, is for me and Skylar to talk and us get heated yeah. a little bit. <laughs> no, no rumor of the week, just us getting heated. No, there's a rumor of the week today, just so you know, but I don't know about it. Yes, just kidding, does. I do. Okay, um, so without New Mutants... This is... this. The, no, the news cycle has been very, very slow, which is really no, dis- no disrespect to Hulu, but when you... when. Like Elizabeth Moss signed a first look deal, which is cool. Joey King signed a first look deal. Uh, Post creators developing new stuff for FX, which is all cool. There's, I'm sure they're developing cool things. There's no news behind it. There's, there's just there true. Isn't. But there's something that that came out that you posted today that that has everybody asking you, and I see it on Instagram. Yeah, Hillary. So talk about it. Yeah, so uh, Hillary Duff, and I have to do this off the top of my head because the the website's not open. Thank you, Derek. Um, is it's open. Yeah, well, <laughs> Hillary Duff spoke with Pop Sugar, which if you don't know what Pop Sugar is, it's a uh, sister company of comicbook.com. Oh, is it? I yeah. thought I was going to say it was like the, it's the their... Teen 17 magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pop Sugar is like their pop culture subsidiary, basically. They do the they do the TMZ posts. So they have a site that does TMZ oh, stuff and stuff. That, yeah, I know. The journalism that I do not respect. Yeah, so uh, exactly. Um so she revealed a, a pretty positive update on the series. Um, I won't get into the major stuff, basically, that she wants to do the series. They're very excited. They've had virtual meetings. They're hoping to resume 
it, it, basically saying that there, it's more likely that it will go to Disney Plus. Hulu has always said they're not going to take it over. Um, Is but, there a reason why that they're not going to take it over? Because they're more adult oriented. Even with that, I, uh, with that Zoe Kravitz, I you know which series. which are both good series. Love Victor and High Fidelity. High Fidelity, yeah, that's what I was talking about. yeah. And Hulu has awesome original well, wasn't series. Wasn't it? Wasn't the rumor that they were going to go to Hulu because of the adult oriented stuff that they were trying yeah. to implement into the series? I don't think Disney was going to well, allow that. Because if you who have, owns Hulu, Disney. Well, yeah, but yeah, if they're, they're gonna, gonna if they're gonna throw Deadpool on there, why not freaking throw? <laughs> The Lizzie McGuire reboot, you know? Because Disney doesn't want that. Disney wants to bank on the Lizzie McGuire name still. Which, it, which in all fairness, well, it's yeah, their property. I, I, I they could do whatever they so. want. So why were they getting all bent out of shape about the adult-oriented stuff that they were trying to put out? I See, that I, that's a good question. That I don't know because they read the script, and when they started filming is when they had problems with it. And I don't know why. So that, there was something that the, something the showrunner that decided not to there was some, show writing-wise? Uh, maybe. that it, That's all unknown. Hey, but guys, that, a boob it. is a boob, okay? We all have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's what Hillary Duff said. She said... Uh, I feel like it's our responsibility to honor the fan base that grew up with her and where they are now, which I 100% agree. Because that's how she has going for her. Which is fine. <laughs> People love Hillary. You never hear uh, anything no, bad. Don't come. I mean, I no. guarantee you. You don't hear you. bad things about Hillary Duff like no, you, you do Amanda no, Bynes or Lindsay Lohan. Oh, God. Stuff like Did that. Did you see that uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan had had a Zoom meeting with like the parent trap? Yeah, it was not the Zoom meeting I hoped it would be. But, but you know what it is, is the Zoom meeting that you'd hope to be is the live reading of Scott Program versus The World, which I watched today during work, and it's awesome. I'm going to have to watch it. It I is did so good. Um, so I agree with what she's saying. The bigger stuff is kind of in the middle is uh, she said Disney's really excited about the project which yes Disney which, Hulu but but I it didn't Disney. sound like that though yeah Disney's really excited about the project and are still dedicated to making it work so does that mean that they're trying to rewrite or they're trying to go back in production because I know production and writing halted so here's what I'm I'm, I'm thinking I won't say what I'm hearing I'll be fair on that is that They've brought Terry Minsky back on as showrunner because she was kicked off the project uh, in November. And I think they're civilly talking out a way to make this work equally. Tell a mature story, but still aim it at a new generation, which I think you need to do. Sorry. Lizzie McGuire was big for, like, our generation. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to have the people that grew up with Lizzie McGuire, they're our age. They're almost 30. Yeah. the, the problem. So you're going to have those real world problems. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But you, the age range for subscribers for Disney Plus is 16 to 45. That's a huge demographic. Exactly. And so why were they tripping about it in the first place? That's on Disney, in my opinion. But I think this yeah, does see, go... that's this, what I don't I think understand. This, yeah, I, trust me, I know. And it's very hard to have that broad of a demographic, too. And when it comes to Disney drama, like you don't get to find out that stuff unless you're in that... You know, in those offices... That those drama, True. that drama stuff does not pop out. Um, I think it goes to Disney Plus. I think you need to set it for a new generation, but I still think you need to respect the older generation that watched it. I you and I think that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to civilly find a way to reconnect. You know, both generations. I mean, I guess that makes sense. That's just which how I see weird. it. Which is how I see it. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe they are going to put it on Hulu, make it more mature. 
I watched Love, Victor, which is actually really good. Is it? Yeah. Because I watched Love, Simon, and I really liked it. Oh, then you'll love Love, Victor. It's it's very similar. Is, but uh, it did what's not his name need to be f- on Hulu at all. There was nothing risque about I mean, yeah. yeah some of, a, some of the topics, but it's nothing uh, too crazy. It's a sexual love story, of course. Yeah, but it, nothing that Disney Plus couldn't, couldn't have on No, there. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like why? Oh, that makes me so angry. It, like, because something is not as traditional. But you have Disney Disney stamp on Song of the South, for but, instance. Yeah, but that's and then they're going to be like, oh, homosexuality is too risque. Let's move to Hulu. It's 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 so... Ten Things I Hate About You is more risque than... Oh, yeah. I literally just and watched that like Disney two weeks Yeah, I know. And, and look, look, I don't care what anyone says. You watch any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, there's stabbing, there's death, there's people getting shot, there's kids getting hung in the beginning of the movie... That that true. There's so many mature things on Disney Plus that people just don't realize. Like there are movies about racism. There's movies about overcoming these mature obstacles, like Miracle, Remember the Titans, uh, Glory, which all deals with mature themes. And uh, uh, yeah. like at like at the end of the day, Lizzie McGuire, I think, should go there. If there, I mean, I'm not saying if there's like hardcore, let's say, mature sexual themes and then then at that point yes like don't show that on on your family friendly streaming service but if it's mature topics i see no issue with it and love victor was the same thing it was super crazy to me right um, there was something i was going to talk to you about because remember i said i had something to keep you said, the conversation yeah, you said, i can't yeah, remember what I, ha- I can't remember what it See, is this is what happens when you cuss on the podcast you just <sighs> it pops out of your head um Aside from that, this has just been a super slow week for Disney. I'm hoping yeah. this week with Comic Con at home we get some news, and I'm not saying from Comic Con. Marvel's but I'm hoping... not going to be on there. Yeah, I know, which rightfully so. But did you see that? Uh, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Madong, Madong, Ma, Ma Don, Don Dong. What are you talking about? Anyways, he plays Gilgamesh in Eternals. Did you see he? He had the Eternals poster behind him with ten Eternals on it. Ten? Yeah, there's ten of them. That's not how many were cast, right? I have no idea anymore. Okay, let's count them down. You have Angelina Jolie. You have Richard, Richard Madden. Madden. You have Kumail Nanjiani. You have, you have, <laughs> you have somebody. The, the little girl, the, the little white the, girl, whose name I don't know. Yeah, but she plays a deaf. You person. have. Uh, I don't think he's an Eternal. but Not Ken have... Harrington. He's not an Eternal. But maybe he was guy. on the poster. But there was 10 of them, and they said 10 Eternals. So I don't know. Uh, you have uh, Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. You have Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. That's right. I'm yes. trying to figure out who it was. Barry Keoghan. Okay. <laughs> have you seen American Animals? No. You've ta- You've raved and talked about it, but I've never seen it. Okay, so I watched it two days ago. I saw you. And I tw- tweeted about it yesterday. Dude... Barry, uh, and you'll recognize him. He's from 1917. No, he's from Dunkirk. This kid. Yeah, I remember him. Okay, so he plays one of the main characters right next to Evan Peters. Okay, so American Animals is about a heist that these four college students uh, were trying to take a a legitimate Charles Darwin book and this book of paintings by one of his famous uh, painters... But it was like there's like five volumes, and they had three of the volumes inside it. It was Transylvania University on the East Coast, and they were trying because they can get like millions of dollars from these. Yeah. So they were trying to heist it, 
So it's Evan Peters. It's uh, the kid from Dern- Dunkirk. Uh, he's Irish. He has a weird name. Barry Keoghan. Barry, Barry Keoghan. Um, there's uh, there's another kid, and I can't remember his name. I don't recognize him from a lot of stuff, but he played an Eric uh, Dorsak or something like that. Um, he played... Hold on. Let me see. It was Eric Borsak. So he was like the mastermind... He was uh, uh, he was an accountant major, and uh, he's the one that was kind of giving like the the ropes and stuff like logistically of how, how to complete this heist. So when I watched that film, me and my wife were just like in awe because it's literally it it's a it's a documentary, but it's filmed like a film. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, so they have the real life counterparts in the movie, and they're part of the movie. Oh, that's weird. Oh, it's perfect balance of documentary and film because Evan Peters and Barry Korgoff. Yeah, <laughs> you said it three times. Barry, I can't remember it. Barry Kyle. Kyle. Barry Kyle. Barry Kyle. Um, but those guys are so fantastic. But the funny thing is, is that when I tweeted that out, the real life Eric Borsak liked my tweet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that's actually really cool. And poor guy. Well, not poor guys. They were idiots. They all got sentenced to seven years to prison. And there was four of them, but the guy who wrote American Animals was the nerdy logistics guy. If you watch him, you'll know. He's like the bearded guy, and he didn't really want to do it, but he was miserable in life. So yeah. he's like, oh, this is Rush. You know, I want to do this. Yeah, he liked my tweet. So I, oh, I found cool. that yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. Nice. Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Just all American Animals. Podcast. If you Disney fans are like, hey, yeah. uh, all of our Patreon, um, if you guys are serious, uh, like I will reach out to him. Yeah, why not? And if you guys Get like a, want like an American Animals, like watch the film. And if you guys want American Animals, they're like, all American like, Animals suck. Give us a Little Mermaid. Oh, if you guys if you guys think it sucks, unsubscribe because uh, it is a very well done movie. It's an indie studio. Don't do it's that. it's Film Nine, Filmalon Nine or something like that. That's who made the movie. Uh, it's the kind of like. Like a sis, not not a sister company, but they're on par with like A twenty four. So is that why you're excited for Eternals? No, I was I was hyped on Barry Coogan. That's going to be an Eternals. Yeah, he's going to be an Eternals. Okay. Anyway, but if you guys want to hear more stuff about American <laughs> I animals, I can do. I Listen, I was just I trying to see. It. I could get him on a podcast, but it would not be Disney related. We could talk to him about American animals, which would be cool. I have no issue with that. So then why are you rebutting me? If you guys want to me. listen, let me know. <laughs> Dear God. We're Maybe excited. I'll just bring him on just to talk to him. I don't have to I don't even have to post it. <laughs> I just want to talk it's, to him. It's, it's just audio super... for it's your bedtime audio. <laughs> ah, time to turn on my own podcast to go to bed. You know what's funny? I do listen to our podcast a lot. Oh, yeah, it's a good podcast. Just to see what kind of mistakes you make so I can fix them. Huh. That's all the time now. Yeah, that's it, whatever. But if you guys want to listen to that... I'm not the guy that said... Whatever, I'm done talking about this. Anyway, what we were talking about... We were talking about Eternals. Okay, so Eternals, continue. I cut you off. I wanted to talk about American Animals. What did you you want to talk about? I was just going to say, maybe a poster comes soon. (laughs) That was it. That was it. And you wanted to go into That's all you have is a... A poster may come soon. You don't think a trailer is going to drop? No. Really? Why, why would they? Because of why Marvel, they... all of Marvel's proper uh, Twitter accounts were posting history about the Black Knight. That's fine. Why would they do something if they're going to push it back to twenty one? 
to get people ready for Eternals. Why would they drop the first Eternal trailer? I'm pulling to you. The Eternal. That was so goddamn disrespectful. He knows that I flub my words. I don't know. What yeah, to say speechless. Anymore. Yeah, keep going about Eternals. You dick. Um, I don't even know anymore. So you don't think a trailer is going to drop? No. Because why? That's what you're trying to get at. There's no reason to drop a trailer right now. Why? Why not? I say to you. <laughs> uh, because technically it's supposed to come out in February? That's true. Well, to be fair, to, 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 to actually be on your side. I was like, the first the trailers have dropped a year out. Yeah, yeah, the first Black Panther trailer dropped in July. So, I mean, it's not ridiculous. I'm just saying I don't think one comes out. That's just me. I hope so. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. If Skylar says no, then I'm like, oh, frick. I'm not saying I'm not saying no because I know it's not coming out. It, it might. There's so many trailers that need to drop for Disney still. Yeah, I know. And which just sucks because shit's starting to get I, I will say, if Disney's going to drop the next trailer, there's only really two that should come. One being Eternals, the next being West Side Story. Really? West Side Story? That's the one film that you picked that should drop a trailer next? It's coming out on Christmas, and we haven't gotten anything from it. Oh, mm, we got skills. <laughs> Jesus. We got stills. <laughs> Yay, we're good. Drop the movie. West Side Story with Ansel Elgort. Yeah, you know what uh, the raper Ansel Elgort's going to look like in no, the movie. <laughs> no, no, Bad. We can't talk about rape. Why? Because I don't like Ansel Elgort anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We shouldn't shy away from that. He's a bad person. He is a bad person. Like Kevin Spacey and... Chris D'Elia, that I'm sad to say is my favorite comedian. Um, yeah, they're all bad. They're all bad. I, here's the oh, thing. Man, it's I been only, a summer for blood, I'll here, tell you that. Here, here's what... Uh, 2020. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited for West Side Story because of Rachel Zegler, who plays Maria, the main character. Oh, yeah. She sang that... Uh, uh, what was it? A song... Uh, I know uh, what you're talking about, and I can't. The Lady Gaga yeah, Bradley yeah, Cooper yeah, yeah. movie, uh, Shallow. Shallow. Yeah, she sang that. Yeah, really good. Fantastic and, and very beautiful too. Um, so if you're listening, hi. Um, yeah, and the director. The director is my favorite director of all time. You love Alfred Hitchcock. I love Steven Spielberg. What's your favorite Spielberg movie? Um, in terms of just like pure directing it, talent. In terms of a Spielberg movie, it's got to be Jaws. As okay. my as, as and you and me are the same yeah, because Jaws is my favorite Spielberg movie. But but you know I love I, I give the benefit of the doubt to Spielberg most of the time except for the BFG which is a Disney movie which was completely missed the mark. But you know, but did you me. like it? It was all right. I didn't love it. But you'd rather watch Ready Player One, right? Oh, I'll did you hear about the author and come out with Ready Player Two? I'll watch Ready. How Player fast one. do you think that Disney's gonna smash? Well, not Disney. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. How do you, how fast do you think they bought the rights to that book? I bet they already bought the rights and it's not announced yet. See, that's what I was thinking, because once the movie came out, I guarantee you they're like, hey, if you write another book, you already have movie properties. It's like the Hunger Games. They're writing a new book for the Hunger Games. And they oh, they already, already did, the, and yeah. Sam said it was awesome. My wife. Sam oh, said so it it's awesome. already out? Yeah, the pre- yeah, yeah. They are, the movie rights are already sealed for that. True. So. So that'll be cool. Yeah, so. What were we talking about? Uh, With Steven Spielberg? Uh, we brought up Steven Spielberg and... Oh, we were talking about movies that need to release trailers. So yeah, maybe in oh, a term. Yeah, yeah. yeah, West Side Story. 
But why would you drop a, an official uh, an official poster without a trailer? So I guess that makes sense. Mm. I mean, I guess. But there's just so many other movies that I would think that yeah, would well, be in time. For, like, like Raya and the Last Dragon from Disney Animation Studios. Yeah. Cruella might be in... I was going to say the one and only Ivan, but that already got a trailer. Which I still haven't seen. <laughs> See it, it's charming, it's charming. Well, I know the, 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 the cast is stacked, so... Yeah. Um, aside from that, not a lot of big stuff. Yeah, not has a lot dropped. of big stuff has dropped, but um, yeah. All right, so uh, this is Derek's turn. What? Oh, we already we already did that one. We, we did Noah Jew for Hunt for Percy Jackson. Yes, we did it. Oh, we did. Yes. Oh man! Because we were talking about Honey Boy. It was episode three. We already talked about it. Oh, interesting. Then I gotta drop a, a big one that I'm not, <laughs> that I don't really want. I was like, uh, that one I already, uh, already told. See, but there's one I, re- I so there's one I can drop. It's the only other scoop I have that I got the other day. But I wanted to write it up. Write it up and do it on the podcast. What if it leaks? The Lana Condor stuff's out there now on Twitter. Oh, is it? it? Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, but Casey Musgraves never caught on for Vanessa. Yeah, but I'm talking about Lana Condor for Snow White. So where do they come back from? Where do, where do they where do they resource back to us? Yeah, always. There you go. Write it up as an exclusive. Who cares? Okay, we have so we have 24 awesome Patreon followers that pay to all hear right, stuff like right. this. Okay, okay. The rest right, of our hundred thousand right. plus followers can read about it a day okay. later. So we all know there's a Haunted Mansion movie that's been in development for... Which you've talked about. Make sure it's good. I, it, trust me, it's... They they don't know his name. They might know his name. Okay, so Guillermo del Toro was supposed to direct the Haunted Mansion with Ryan Gosling set to star. Yes, but we talked about a Haunted Mansion scoop already. Can you be quiet? Because <laughs> yes, it's an I'm update. so sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry. So obviously we know Guillermo del Toro's off the project, and as far as I know, Ryan Gosling's off the project, but I heard, and this was just literally two days ago, please do not get mad at me, Source, is have you seen Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Yes. Okay, that was directed by Andre Overdahl. He's being looked at to direct Haunted Mansion and you want to know another name being looked at? There's only two names right now and apparently they've been in like discussions for uh, a month or two Okay, now. is the second director a well-known director? It's a well-known director probably not for kids. <laughs> He's very, very gory. Eli Roth? Eli Roth. No way! Yes. So apparently he did a movie Whoa. He did, which I never saw. Called he's like a Rob Zombie type. He's like indie B movie horror. Yeah, but he's he's smart and that's well, so funny yeah. that I got that. No, because <laughs> I, I said gory. Yeah, because yeah. Eli Roth is the only other really gory. gory if you guys like watch the green, movies. the green Inferno, Inferno. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is bad. Yeah, it is. He also did that horrible Death Wish remake. Oh, with Bruce Willis. Oh, so bad. Yeah, make a Death Wish movie and rate it PG thirteen. How dare you? No. He did a movie apparently Disney executives liked, I think it was like two years ago, called A House with a Clock in Its Walls. Oh, I watched that movie. Apparently Disney like execs thought he was like the perfect fit for that movie. I could see it, yeah. So it was him, but apparently wow. Andre Overdahl, who did Scary Mo- Stories to Tell in the Dark, and I think he did a movie well, that called... that was a more PG horror movie, I, like Goosebumps. Yeah, I think he did Overlord, too, with Wyatt Russell. Ooh. 
Overlord's a brutal movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. I just I just know about it. Those two names are the ones that are being looked at to direct Haunted Mansion. And it's been that way for like two months. Wow. I only found out like last night. From what's his name? Yes, what's his name? Hmm. And he's this this guy's given us some good info lately. Oh I know. He's the one that told us about this saddening news that you broke to me two days ago. Uh, I, I wanted to cry. I hope it's not true. I really hope we it's can't, not true. We can't either. talk about that, though. No, we can't. He'd have our necks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's that's a scoop. Two names are, are... That just means that Disney's getting ready to move forward with the Haunted Mansion movie. There's Which I'm legs. stoked. I, uh, who knows? Maybe Ryan Gosling comes back. Maybe they go after someone these two actors are, or directors have already worked with. Um, who would you, Really quick, who would you pick... Male and fe- let's do male and female or male and okay, just two actors. Doesn't matter two actresses. Actors. To star in the haunted mansion. Yep. Well, giving her record, I would throw Samara Weaving in there. Yeah, she's really good in Ready or Not. And I then I would Ready throw for a male lead if we wanted to do that type. But I would rather if I was if I was doing a uh, a haunted mansion, I would set it back in the eighteen hundreds. Not fair. And I would have the the, bo- the hat box ghost as, like, the overall plot. Which was, uh, with Guillermo del Toro's, was supposed to be that case. Good. I would bring, for male lead to go up against Samara Weaving, I would, oh, man. Tom Holland. Tom Holland would be pretty interesting. You're going really I would love good. to see Tom Holland in that. Yeah, you're going. You're going young, which is not a problem at all. Um, young people really. What I've learned is like if you have young people in a, I don't want to say horror. Like the haunted match is gonna be different because it's under the Disney title. But once you have younger people, people like us relate to it more, and that's what makes us more scared. Yeah, that's that's actually. Really going older, I love Samara Weaving. I think that's a brilliant oh, she's choice. Brilliant. Yeah, I think she's a. She's like my really, hot crush right now. She's a, a a really good fit. I so I would go. A name that Disney's not has not worked with yet, and a name they have. Okay. Um, the first one would be Lily James from Cinderella. Who They've I, worked with. That's what I'm saying. One, oh. she, one that they have. Oh, okay. And it would be Lily James. And then the one I they haven't. Did that. I, I think you get someone who's talented, who's got the, the ability to be charisma, uh, have charisma, but also... You have to be scared of the haunted mansion. Like that's the the plot of the movie. Like right. you, you have to be scared. And an actor, so, what rating would you give if Disney was to? Would you give it an R? I'd go PG thirteen. I I would love to go R, but they're they're gonna try. PG thirteen was Eddie Murphy, or was that PG? Yeah, but like uh, I think it was PG actually. Oof. Um, but but Disney Ra- can do dark. Ready I, or I go not back was to, rated PG thirteen, right? Oh, I don't know. Well, if they do something like that, that would be cool. So I would go. They do have to do something creepy. Yeah. So I'd go with an actor who can play, who gives me those vibes that can be creeped out really easy. Ethan Hawke. No, he'd actually be really good. He's my favorite actor. He's no, uh, Eddie Redmayne. Ooh. Yeah, I just I think he'd be a, a really good fit. That's that's interesting. I dig that. You know who I would like for the villain? Javier Bardem. Yeah, I don't think they'll go that route though. Why not? Because he's he's already in their Little Mermaid remake. He's already been a villain in their Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. He's a, he's good at the villain role, which is it's right. just going to be refreshing to see him play some lovable dad who... <laughs> yeah, if you've for, ever for, seen No Country for Old Men, you're going to want to see that dude as a lovable old dad. Yeah, it's uh, any of the movies. Skyfall. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, he wouldn't be bad. If, I, if I'm going villain, 
It just depends what kind of villain you're going for. Are you going for like a? a I'm going for like a like a ghostly villain, or are you going for like a, 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 a someone who's alive kind of villain? I'm going for something that you make the actual villain the house, and I'm going for the story driven to be the Hatbox Ghost. So you would want Javier Bardem to be the Hatbox Ghost? Yes. Okay, I would go. Ooh, that see that's Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I, I'm, I'd be cool with that, actually. Ethan Hawke. He has horror background. Yeah. Sinister. One of my, yeah. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Yeah, I think Ethan Gotta Hawk give it up to Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson. That movie is brilliant. Yeah. First monster movie to ever scare me and have nightmares. I'm dead serious. I was 20 when I saw it. I'll give that credit to James Wan, Insidious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The first one. But anyway, guys, that's the show. Uh, hope you guys liked the the craziness uh, that ensued. The, the craziness ensued. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys liked the scoop and stuff. Um, Skyler, you want to shout out our executive producers for this episode? Oh my gosh. Oh, see, now I'm gonna butcher the names. This show is executive produced by Elliot Bullock the Second, Lauren Javier, Adam Armstrong, Eric Nova, Brian Griebel, Abarita. Uh, if you can DM me so I can pronounce your name properly, that would be wonderful. Do like a photonic, like a phonotic or whatever you call it. <laughs> Do it all. Abarida. Is, is that a... Is that a, a or is that Abarida? Or you can do it all sexy. Ooh, Ooh Abarida. Or maybe, maybe like, because double R is R. Abarida. So Abarida. Or do it like Coco. Or it's like Brian. Hey, Abarida. Or it's like Eric Nova. Brian Griebel. Abarida. Abarada. <laughs> And Spencer Weary. <laughs> right between. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show on that level. We appreciate oh, all your support. Uh, do you want to talk about something that we're gonna that we're gonna start doing soon? Do you wanna talk about that? Just a hot second? Yeah, talk about it. You want me to talk about it? Yeah, because I, I haven't I honestly uh, beside Well we just called our guy today. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, talk about it. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I was thinking the, the um, uh, co-host. So we're finally starting our YouTube page. Uh, that is something that's going to be coming out probably early next year, uh, later, maybe late this year. We don't know yet. We're actually meeting with our executive producer right, not right now, later tonight. His name is Corey Smith. He's awesome. Oh, we love Corey. I've known him for years. Uh, he's he's a film student. Uh, so I think he's one of UCLA now. Oh my goodness! Yeah. We're we're gonna have a UCLA grad producing. This well, show. I have a UCLA grad as a wife. So nice, which will make music. Um, but yeah, so that's coming soon. Uh, we're just trying to, I don't know, expand. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna nail some guest co-hosts here pretty soon. We're gonna bring Josh back. We'll hopefully bring some people from the site on. Yes, uh, we have a couple friends of ours via social media that are gonna come on. Yeah, we uh, talked about that Saturday. We're gonna have two that we have confirmed so far that yeah. are going to be on. And we're we're gonna work on a celebrity. Yeah, guest we're co-host. working on celebrity. Yeah, yeah. We're whether it's somebody or someone that wants to talk to us, uh, we're we're working on that. We've we've been so able those to make will be all like when we have celebrity. Uh, when we have other guests on, rather if it's not our writers, then we'll go into like our normal criteria of how we do this podcast. Yeah. But if we have somebody on that we're trying to get to know and trying to get their backstory and like like what they think is interesting, that'll be the whole show. Yeah, and that's that's what we've always wanted with this show. And um, plus, you guys will we'll probably drop two that week when we have a when we have a guest because we do want to get you guys like this hot scoop news that yeah we, we have. probably won't do rumor of the week when we have a, a, a guest. No, but on. we'll we'll have we'll have let's just say that when we have a guest on, we'll have two. 
Yeah, we'll have we'll have two out there. One, this, the latter will probably be a shorter episode, just to give you guys a rumor of the week. But but one will be a nice, hefty episode with a guest co-host. Yeah, good um, to know him. Yeah. Our next one, super stoked. I'm so he's excited. A, he's an Easter egger. Is it good old John? James Gunn pal? James Gunn's pal. BFFs. Yep. And then me and him have actually gotten really close. Yeah. No, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, and then we got a we got another one who well, knows a writer the, of the Observer. Yeah, knows the wow. box office. He, yeah, has been on NBC News talking movies. Cheddar. He's he the the guy. The dude has has, has credits. Yeah. He he's he's awesome. We have two awesome guest co hosts already lined. We're up. We're working on some more, but yeah. we'll actually get like maybe like a Joey Benson or something like that yeah we'll see yeah maybe we'll get uh, Ethan Hawke on the show but if you guys want to talk about American Animals I can try to get that guy <laughs> maybe I just want to do you it you want to just say the F word one more time before we sign out don't you do no, it no I'm not going to no, do it don't you do it alright All guys alright All right. back at house producer I need that uh, outro music por favor and a one a two a three a four a five bye